Today we've achieved a milestone on the show by having a total of six microphones in the house. And uh, we're actually really proud to introduce you to Leeson, Thang, Minu, Daniel. They are the family and group of friends, owners of Momo Shack, a pop-up brand specializing in Nepali. Am I saying that right? Yeah. yeah. And Himalayan dumplings, a.k.a. Momos. Here we go. Let's go. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Welcome to the show, guys. Um, so, this is. Let's give some backstory because I think that uh, we all met through Zane, correct? Mm -hmm. Zane. And if you guys have listened to the podcast before or watched, Zane was on probably a month or so ago, maybe mm -hmm. two months ago. Um, he's the story, if you don't remember Zane, he's the guy who uh, got his dream job with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, so super cool. And then I think he emailed us or something i don't remember yeah, exactly yeah. how we all connected did we connect first or yeah we, he he just connected us via email essentially okay. yeah very cool yep so shout out to zane yeah man yeah. Shout, out to shout out to the guy he's a, he's a homie for sure he's definitely <laughs> listening right now so. <laughs> yeah. how did you guys how did you guys meet though uh so i'm pretty sure he was my otem uh, during orientation at UT Dallas. What is an OTEM? OTEM is kind of like your orientation lead. So okay. they'll kind of show you around the campus, do some fun activities with you and things like that. So um, like I was saying, he's, he was our OTEM. Um, pretty sure I met him. Uh, it was just briefly at that time. But he was uh, maybe two years over um, older than us at that time, too. So it was... Um, you know, it was kind of through social media where we really connected. So he was in Seattle, I'm pretty sure, working, and he was posting about Gary Vee a lot. And that's back when we first got introduced to Gary Vee. And so I would just hit him up on, you know, IGDM, essentially. And we connected that way. And then when he moved here, I was like, dude, let's finally catch up and, you know, get to know each other. So it's kind of a little bit of backstory on that. Cool. And obviously he's a fan of the dumplings. Oh, yeah, man. Big fan. Yeah. Shout out to the homie. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Big supporter. All right. So can you guys, who wants to explain, I mean, we got four different people here. Who wants to explain the origin story here? Like, how'd you guys get started? I think that's a good place to, to I, start. I can take that. So I grew up in Nepal, uh, moved here when I was 10 years old and growing up, like Momo's was the food, right? It was like my favorite food. And when we moved here, obviously there's a, a lack of it in the area that we were at. So we moved to uh, Allen. And anytime we wanted it, we essentially had to go buy all their ingredients. And it's a long process, very labor intensive. And it requires, you know, I always say all hands on deck. So it's not just like a one person thing cooking. It, it literally requires somebody rolling, somebody mixing, or somebody steaming. It's, it's just very labor intensive. So when we wanted it, it was far. So it's something that kind of came out from my own pain point, just being selfish, right? I was like, man, I really want to do this. And I believe it was our junior year at UT Dallas. And we kind of got together and said, okay, what can we do, right? So we had a lot of brainstorming sessions, but at that time we were just focused on graduating. So it kind of slipped off and which is totally fine. Then three years ago, I made my first trip back to Nepal by myself uh, just to visit family and things like that. And when I went, it was more of like a spiritual trip for me. I just really reconnected with the country, reconnected with my family, which I haven't like seen or talked to in a, in a really long time. You know, had tons of momos while I was there, like the OG <laughs> momos, you know. So it, it was an awesome experience in general. But when, when I came back, I immediately, I just had that like urge, that that scratch to do something. I, I got to do something here to put Nepal on the map and also share this food with people that no one knows about in this area, right? So uh, we got together again and I was like, yo, all right, let's finally do this. You know, let's just let's just go for it. So then we applied at the uh, Dallas Farmers Market. That was what, when we first got our start. And maybe Daniel can expand a bit. But essentially, we got together, uh, took some pictures because you have to submit an online application. I remember taking the picture of the Momos on the steamer and Daniel and I were like, yo, this is a dope picture. Like, it's definitely going to get us in. And we submitted the application. A couple of weeks go by. We, didn't, we don't hear from anybody. So I'm like following up, chasing up, right? Just trying to hustle my way in. And finally, I get a hold of somebody and they're like, yeah, it's just there's a lot of electricity issues at the market. And I was like, all right, no worries. Like, we'll try again next year. We regroup and we're like, hmm, let's just try to go meet them in person. You know, like 
we got to make it happen. So we scheduled some time with the lady, uh, took some momos for her because it's hard to explain what it is, mm-hmm. especially with food that's new to people. You just got to try it, right? Right. So I took some momos for her. Um, she took a bite and she's just like, start this weekend. <laughs> we're like, hold on, hold on, give us two weeks at least. Like we hadn't done anything, right? We didn't even know if we we're going to get in. So that's kind of a backstory. And then uh, we did ask, you know, what, what, what was in the application that kind of deterred you guys from saying yes or whatever she's like yeah the picture wasn't that great <laughs> I was like, oh, man. <laughs> so yeah funny story man but you so know the visuals matter the visuals yeah. matter yeah especially with food you know like presentation is key with ig with social media things like that yeah taste obviously is is the ultimate factor but presentation is also key yeah so from the get-go what has been your guys's role um you know starting the business and then kind of like going forward besides being test taste testers taste i guess <laughs> but i would say everything from like marketing mm-hmm. to uh getting people influencers to come out to our events to rolling the momos um tax accounting everything in between like literally yeah, yeah anything you can name yeah so i would say like she's obviously the head chef right yes, it's, it's it's her recipe <laughs> yeah executive <laughs> chef um for those that don't know she's my mom so she you know made it in nepal brought it over here and um one of the key challenges was she just knows how to cook, right? She knows her way around the kitchen. So whenever she's making stuff, she knows exactly how much to put just based off muscle memory, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just that knowledge. So one of the challenges like, yo, we got to make it consistent every single time. Because as a, as a consumer, you don't want to try something and it's amazing. And the next time it's like almost there, but something's missing. You know what I mean? You yeah. want the same thing. So that was one of the hardest things is like sitting down with her and just being like, all right, I need to know exactly how much turmeric you put in this thing. And she's like, I don't know. Like, I just, I just do my thing, you know? <laughs> uh, but now, now we have our, our code, you know, like we have our code and we just follow that process. So anybody, time. so either one of, any one of you guys can make. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I just got to yeah. follow the recipe. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, it takes the whole process too. Cause like at the beginning when we try to recreate her recipe, it was like, we didn't even know how to cook. Yeah. Right. So like be able to like, translate one cup into how many ounces and then oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was just we didn't know the measurements thank you google yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously yeah. and uh, yeah it turned out terrible and it, i think it took us maybe like a year and a half to really learn like the basic fundamentals mm-hmm. like know. the perfected exactly exactly yeah. there's so many trials so many different runs and uh i would say like we're okay at it now like pretty good at it but not not as good as her yeah. she's been doing it all her life um, we would like to get there one day. Yeah. 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 The so cool thing is that we're at a point where uh, we're going to start doing classes. Momo. Oh, really? Yeah, Momo classes. So, you know, we're, we're learning and then we're also going to teach other people how to do it. So, you know, that, and I think that's how you learn, like by teaching other people too. Mm-hmm. perfect culture, your child. You know? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of culture, I want to ask because you're from Nepal. Yeah. Where is your, your guys' heritage background? I know, I think Mexican. Yeah, so I'm Mexican? from Mexico okay. City. Moved okay. to Texas okay. when I was 10. Okay. And then uh, that's when I met Thang. We were uh, both 10 years old at yeah. an ESL class. And then, uh, yeah, we met with Lee's in, in uh, college. Yeah. So that's okay. uh, UTD. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so my, my background is from Mexico. Yeah, okay. and I'm from Vietnam. Vietnam. You know, moved here in 2004. 10 years old as well. And, yeah, we met in the same that's class, crazy. same school. Yeah. 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 And then, so you guys uh, are all the same age? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, that's great. Like a month apart. So has Vietnamese or Mexican influenced any of the food or dumpling? Or is it just straight up? Uh, yeah, right dumplings? now it's definitely just authentic, authentic. like Nep- Nepali, but like with her twist, right? Okay. But we're definitely going to venture out. Once we like nail this down, mm-hmm. our plan is to venture out and start doing some like R&D and in, kind of do a fusion of different yeah. flavors yeah. and see how that works out. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. What's your guys' most popular flavor right now? So I was looking at the Instagram and it's like the presentation's obviously a lot. I mean, I'm assuming after that they told you like, hey, the picture needs to be better. <laughs> You're like, okay, time. <laughs> we're taking that to heart. Yeah, we're going to make the pictures on here amazing, which your Instagram is very appetizing. I was kind of kidding with Christian. I was like, man, I really hope they bring oh, some. Dude, I, I, oh, man. Yeah, we will uh, for sure. We'll drop some off. That's for the second episode. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, this was the teaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What's the most popular like flavor that you guys have? Like hands down, is there like one plate flavor that's everybody should get? Or I think pork, right? Like, yeah, I think pork is the most popular one. Yeah, because I think it has just the perfect amount of like fat, Ju- juiciness, fat and yeah. juice 
like just really craves that flavor. Yeah. You know, and I would say like chicken and veggies are kind of on the same level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pork is the most, it sells out the, the quickest every event. Yeah. Okay. From that, I want you to do something very hard to do on, on audio or video, which is to describe, like, is there something similar to like tasting this? Cause I don't think I've ever, t- I mean, I feel like yeah, I we're have. talking about it. We, I don't think we've had dumplings before. Uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe. I don't know. But know. yeah. Can you describe the experience or the flavor? Like what is, is it similar? It's like combination. Of yeah. Something? So I can try to explain the flavor. Okay. I, I know as I'm explaining, I'll try to think of something similar and y'all, y'all help me out yeah. too. <laughs> but I think the flavor it's it's really like an explosion of different flavors. So to give you an idea of what that means, so we put ginger garlic paste in there, cumin, coriander, turmeric, salt, and pepper, right? So it's very savory, I would say for sure. And it has this almost, um, you know, like an Indian um, seasoning type of taste, so like curry-ish, I would say. But in Nepal, we also eat a lot of the similar stuff. Obviously, with a Nepali twist, but it's very similar to India's uh, flavors. So it's just like an explosion of flavor, man. And on top of that, we have the two secret sauces, the tomato-based one, which is has a nice kick to it, and then the cilantro, Ooh. which is milder. So it's a green one. So that's where you see the two sauces combo, and yeah. the, it kills the presentation of it, you know? Yeah, it pops off. Yeah, it pops off for sure. Dang. Okay. Because yeah, for me, I, I grew up eating, like, Chinese-style dumplings, right? So it was just, like, wheat wrapper you know, with meat and salt and pepper, a little bit of green onions, and they wrap it up, eat it with soy sauce. So it's just like dumplings is dumplings for me growing up. Mm-hmm. But whenever like I met him and he showed me like the Momo, right? Like <laughs> I was like, dude, what is this green and orange sauce on it? And I tasted it and it's just a completely different food. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's like a dumpling, like the taste, the taste profile is just completely different. It's not soy. It's not as his salty yeah as the other asian dumplings it's more um yeah aromatic yeah because yeah. like ginger and garlic and cilantro like really gives it that pop yeah yeah for sure all right man for sure <laughs> well we need to know when when's the next event so we can today uh, today, yeah. today we're going yeah, there right after this yeah. yeah we're at it's at a bluffy growler I think they're located somewhere by Love Field. So okay. it's one of the growler spots where they have like 50 beers on tap from different places. So gotcha. we're going to be there, do some beer and Momo pairings, yeah. okay, so kick it off. Let's go back to then uh, the pop-up aspect of, of your brand. How did that come up? And is that something that you plan to keep pursuing? Or are there other plans? I mean, you mentioned the classes. Um, what's the, the, the strategy there? Yeah. So the pop-up came up if i backtrack so farmer's market is where we first started right and then we were kind of hitting that every weekend um saturdays only do people do it saturday and sunday and it's a long it's like eight hours eight hour actual event but then you got to be there like two hours before you know set up and all that stuff and like at least an hour after to set down so it's a long day um, but we that's where we kicked it off and you know got a lot of traction a lot of people don't know it and farmer's market is like a perfect place to bring something new to the table um so shout out to dallas farmers market for for hooking that hooking that up uh but hit one of his co-workers tim tim uh his ig is tim versus food so he's like a food influencer in dallas uh connected us with ray who owns sandwich hag uh down in dallas as well it's a bun me vietnamese shop and after that dude we kind of just took off in the pop-up direction because she's been in the game like she knows it super helpful lady you know like always looking out for us and and just the community in general Uh, so she gave us some tips and tricks and she's like yo you should come to my uh, first pop-up all right she tried the food she liked it thankfully and then she's like yeah come through so then we did that first pop-up which was when was that i think it was february 2018 so it was um like a market that celebrates chinese lunar new year okay so she had a maybe five or six food vendors, you know, ranging from like Korean, Chinese, uh, Himalayan, Vietnamese, uh, all come and do a pop-up uh, one morning to celebrate New Year. And that was, yeah, our first pop-up. Yeah, uh, You don't have to be there from like eight to five, like the farmer's market. You know, you're there for like two hours and you sell the same amount that you would do in a full day of work at the farmer's market. Really? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Super, super efficient, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of um, in terms of selling the momos, like the same amount in such less time, yeah. which helps big time. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, that's when we first started. And then after that, we we're like, dude, this is great. Like, let's try to do more pop-ups. And then slowly we started kind of out like doing our outreach with different businesses but more it was it was them just kind of hitting us up right yeah. like breweries and you know mm -hmm. growler places and stuff because i think i think at the beginning like we we try to reach out to like breweries because we we're all talking about it's like what do we like to do mm -hmm. like to drink and eat right like, yeah. <laughs> so we want to reach out to that market in terms of, like the people who are similar minded to us so it started out with breweries and then it you know it picked up with other local businesses as well and uh yeah ever since then like they would reach out you know and have us be at their pop-up to bring in business that's awesome so the the beginning stages of marketing was a lot of outreach. business yeah. development oh, yeah. getting on uh, instagram and just sending dms and we saw that from a video that gary v posted yeah. as far as like reaching out to people you know letting all the know. hashtags you know he always yeah. says and, that, yeah. Um, yeah once we started doing that then we started to realize that people were reaching out to us and that's when it got pretty crazy you're like oh this is this is awesome yeah it's like so can people place orders from you guys as well or yeah so th for the hol hol um, holiday i was gonna say halloween holiday season yeah yeah we're gonna try to do some deliveries and okay. try to kind of go the package route just to kind of test that out because we haven't done it yet um so in terms of strategy as well that's one of the things we're trying pop-up for sure because that's when we get the most facetime with customers mm -hmm. and also just get our name out there right in different locations that's the best thing about pop-up you're yeah. literally popping up wherever you want to um, but we're definitely going to continue that, but also test out some different things like the CPGs aspect of it. I was, I guess with the, um, with the dumplings, is there a, I don't know, like they, they always come in three or you always get like, what's a, if I'm eating this, like I'm going to that brewery, okay, I'm going to get a beer or something like that. I'm just, again, I'm going back to that Instagram cause it looks really good, but <laughs> thanks to you. Appreciate that. Um, somebody just gets three and that's like a, this is just more like a, a snack kind of thing or is this like people eat this as like a meal or what how exactly is this kind of categorized yeah uh, so initially when we started we had the three option and then the six option right so the whole intent when we first started was testing the market so that's the reason we wanted to if people just want to try a bit then the three option is there we were thinking since it's brand new, no one knows what it is. They're going to want to just try it before they, mm -hmm. you know, kind of test drive it before they go for the six. So that that's when we um, that's when we had the three option. But then when we looked at our numbers, we noticed that a lot of people just got the six. It was maybe I think it's 80, 20. So 80 percent of the people would get the six. Yeah. And it's only America, 20. people. Like yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Texas. Go big or go home. I'm not going to go, go home, three. You know? yeah. 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 Are you going to give me 50 cents off because of it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so now we just do sixes. Okay. Uh, it comes in a, a standard, uh, you pick your filling, essentially, chicken, pork, or, or veggie. And sometimes we'll do chef specials, like chef's meaning her, her special. <laughs> uh, where last time we rolled out curry momos. So it was like a curry base that she made, and we mix it in with the momos, which was a big hit. Hmm. And then uh, we also randomly will do like beef momos, which is what we're rolling out today. So we'll try out different fillings as well. So that's kind of the standard, but then we have our chef special as well. And when you were starting out, like the farmers market, were you guys giving away samples at that point, or like, I, I mean, oh, dude, yeah, big time, yeah, <laughs> just trying to get it in front of as many people, as yeah, possible. yeah. Like when we first started, you know, our pitch was, hey, free samples, free yeah, samples, so, like over, the whole over. crew would be yeah. coming, right? And then once we had that conversation with Ray, going back to Sandwich Hag, she just asked specific questions because she's been in the game and she just knows it. And then right off the bat, she was like, y'all need to stop sampling. So to give you a bit more context, I was going to go meet her during the farmer's market. So we had the whole crew at the farmer's market and I was like, yo, I'm gonna go drop some mamas off. I'll be back in an hour. I think I showed up like towards the end of the market or something because I just stayed there and had a conversation with her. And when I came back, I... I was like, yo, we need to stop sampling. <laughs> Everybody stop sampling, you know? As we, we were handing out samples. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, take it back, take it back. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the reason for that is, dude, like I said, it's so labor intensive. So we're literally giving away the product that we're trying to sell, you know? So it, it was killing our margins at mm -hmm. that point. And uh, she also gave us that confidence to just believe in ourselves and to believe in our product. Mm -hmm. Like, it is good. Uh, it's going to take time for people to warm up to it because it's something that's brand new to a lot of folks but she was like yo believe in it like it's good sell it you know like you you guys can do it 
So, okay. So talking business now, my brain is working because I've always, I mean, I'm a firm believer in sample sell. Um, meaning that like, if it's really good, people are going to more than likely come back and yeah. get those dips or whatever. So were you guys able to track like, okay, we, we sampled a hundred people today and 50 of those people bought, or like, do you know, like roughly what percentage of people that you sampled for actually purchased or does it just curious, man, I, I think it might be the farmer's market, okay. but I like mean, people, people go there and they're like, we're there for samples. Just the samples. Gotcha. Yeah. So I would say like the conversion rate would be about 30 to 40% okay. of the time. If we get samples and people actually want to buy it, mm-hmm. the rest of the time you just like, you know, they're like, Hmm, yeah, I'll, I'll be right back. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like going to Sam's club or whatever. Yeah. Or Costco. And, yeah. And yeah. Oh, this was a really nice dip. Yeah. Uh, I'll be back later. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like they one out of ten back. people actually goes <laughs> yeah. back, yeah. like stay on the other side of the store. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I bet you that's very similar to like people go to Costco to, or Sam's Club or whatever. I mean, I did it in college when I was taking care of a lady. We went to, uh, I can't remember what it was, but something similar. And we could basically get like a free meal by just going there grocery shopping. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I still do that. I yeah. Think, right. I did that I yesterday. Think the farmers market, though, like, it's, um, it's a great way to, like I said, get your name out there. You know, like when you do samples, like to your point, people will flock mm-hmm. and they want to try it. And the folks that really, because when you first try, and I'm excited to see you guys' reaction, but when you first try it, it's just like you've never had it before. And you know that universal, like you nod your head, you're like, yo, this is so good. You know, yeah. that, that, and then it turns into a sale for sure, you know? So we did have a mix, uh, but it was like a great starting point to sample and get our name out there but it was also a great learning opportunity for us to just be like yo we can do this without Mm -hmm. sampling like without giving everything exactly right right. the cool thing about the dallas farmers market is that the people that go there are willing to try different things for the most part that's what we noticed open-minded open-minded yeah Yeah, so that was a really good way to test the market And you guys are still doing the farmer's market now, too, or? Uh, we haven't been back in a while, actually. So we've just been um, doing pop-ups, okay. just pop-up with local businesses, partnering up with them and stuff. It's just, like I said, now it's more of just like we just have this backlog of events lined up. So it's hard to do a lot of events back-to-back. First of all, inventory, right, labor-sensitive, and also we're, we're working full-time as well, so we're doing this balancing both worlds. Ooh, so, yeah. yeah, it's tough. I'm sure you guys know, like, we yeah. Know, we know yeah. that world very well, yeah. yeah. So is there a plan to go full-time into? Uh, yeah, for me, for sure. I think it's just, you know, it's going to come in our own time. And once we all realize, like, yo, this is really what we want to do and yeah. we're in for it, then it's, I think for sure it's going to happen. Yeah. Is there such thing as a, a pop-up resident where you're actually sort of go consistently to this place every weekend or something like that? Or I don't know how that world works. Uh not not at the moment we are thinking about doing some partnerships where we're like at this spot every month Mm -hmm. just to drive um drive more people there and drive because it's hard for our our fans or customers to you know follow us all throughout dallas you know that's Um, what i was thinking too yeah but they do show out man like it's crazy we have some regulars which is crazy to think about as a pop-up you know yeah if they like it and they're like nobody else is doing this i mean that's what i mean is there anybody now that you guys have done that that you've like Oh, somebody else is doing something similar. Like, is there? Yeah. So not, not in the Dallas area per se, but there's tons of Nepali restaurants in Irving. And I mean, they're all great. No one knows about them, uh, except like the Nepali population. So we're really trying to just get the word out for everybody, you know? Um, but Irving has tons. I know there's one in Fort Worth, um, how Diksha, uh, it's a two, two person partnership and they do uh, pop-ups in, uh, Fort Worth. So <clears throat> with these, do you have to cook them like fresh? Like if you're having this pop-up later, you're going to go make them right now for the pop-up or if you guys already prepped them all and then you just need to cook them or how exactly does that? Yeah. So we, we prep them, okay. prep them first and then we steam them on site. So like you could potentially sell them in those Nepali restaurants then, right? Yeah. Or the other Nepali restaurants sell these kind of things They too? do, they do. Okay. Yeah. Actually, they're, they're, there's one that just opened up here. Uh, we Everest? went to Everest. Yeah. So they're right here off of McDermott. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's we another not thing. Check them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're, we went there actually. Their food is good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's. I mean, just exposure alone is probably good. Like somebody else is like, okay, I know where I, I like chicken strips. So because I like chicken strips, I'll try it at other places. So right. Having more people try, you know, Momos is probably good for you guys in, in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a good point though. The 
Everest is like your backyard, right? Or it was the backyard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you got to do it for the culture, you know? Right. Yeah. Dang. So did you know any family? Just side note, completely unrelated to Momos, but did you ever have family members or anybody who ever tried to climb Everest? Oh, dude, no. Nah. So we would, we were in the valley. So Kathmandu okay. is the, the capital. Okay. So we were in the valley, but we were surrounded by the mountains. And, like, we could wake up in the morning and just see it off in the distance. Because there's, I think... Uh, maybe seven of the 13 tallest peaks are there in yeah. Nepal. So yeah, it's just, we're surrounded by, we're actually going there this year. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Yeah. Have you guys been? Yeah. Yeah. Are you so, taking them? So my mom went, she just came yeah, back. I just got back from Nepal. So yeah, yeah she just I came back, dude. Fun, she came back yeah. like tatted up from, <laughs> from Nepal. Yeah. What is the tattoo mean? Or? Yeah. What does what? it mean? What does the tattoo mean? That means parents. Father and mother. Oh. Actually, mother and father, you know, yeah. parents, yeah. It's in Nepali, so. Yeah. That's yeah. Nepali, Nepali and English, both. Combined. Yeah. It's like Spanglish, <laughs> but I don't know what you want to call it. Was that planned, or did uh, it kind of happen? It's, it's not planned, but. Too many momos and you realize. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now Daniel's the only one left. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get him tatted up. Yeah, so Put the Momo, Momo yeah. logo yeah. on his face. Yeah. Yeah. No, you should get, it, yeah, get it on your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we have a, a customer that has a tattoo of Momo Shack, the, the logo. So, Dude, yeah, that insane. is pretty yeah. crazy. What? Legit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, can, I have a picture if y'all want to see it. <laughs> yes. I'll pull it up. But uh, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were doing an event, uh, we'll say last, last weekend, yeah. you know, and, and he, he came in and supported. Uh, so I, I think two hours in, you know, he was hanging out and then he kind of like just left. Came back an hour later and was like, hey, guys, check this out. Like, show his arm and it's literally like Momo Shack right here. Like the logo. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's some dude, brain loyalty. Yeah. Where's dude, no, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he gets free Momos for life, man. Shout out to the dude, man. Yeah. His name is Brian. Yeah. And um, he comes to not just our pop ups, but like, a lot of people's pop-ups like he's always supporting um great guy like he has our tees and stuff you know like he's always out there whatever pop-up there is so cool guy yeah when i saw the tattoo dude i was just like is that real like what (laughs) it's a henna tattoo right like it washes off yeah no he's like nah it's real he's like rubbing it (laughs) oh my god i was breathless i was like what so does he have like other pop-up Tattoos, or was gotta it? ask him next. It's like a walking like, yeah. 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 Got it on my ribs, yeah. got on my stomach. Yeah. That so, is, that's crazy. Yeah. I've heard of people putting Looney Tunes on their body, you know? Yeah. But not, uh, wow, the Momo not Shack. a Momo Shack yeah. tattoo, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's when you hit a pinnacle. I feel like that's yeah. a that's a whole another level right there. Yeah. That's some brand. We don't have fans. Yeah, but, but branding. I not, not yet, dude. Not yet. Are you saying that? All right. Daniel will get one. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel's next tattoo. It'll be a yeah. B and then some Momos yeah. on his other. Yeah. That's great. Okay. That's. I want to go back to the pictures. And your your guys' logo actually has, I guess, the that shape of right of the, which actually wasn't that in a Pixar short. Dude, yeah. It was okay. in front. Uh, it was in. Uh, what movie was that? I forget the movie. Yeah. My girlfriend, she was here. I think it's The now. Incredibles too. That's right. I yes, think it, it might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, everyone was like freaked out about it, yeah. like because it actually came out to live. Anyways, um, <laughs> anyway, that shape is sort of like the original. Because I saw some where it kind of looks like a maybe like an empanada, um, and then others that look like a pyramid or like a paper airplane almost. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What's up with the different shapes and all that? Like, yeah. So ours is the what you see on our logos. Okay. It's the the circle. Oops, sorry. The circle that kind of looks like a rose at the yeah. top. Uh, but yeah, dude, dumpling is like. There's dumplings everywhere, you know. Tortellini is a dumpling. Um, the empanadas. Maybe that's the dumpling that I had. There <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean empanadas, you know, like samosas. There's dumplings all over the world. Okay. So essentially, anything that you put in a filling and you close it, like that's a that's a dumpling, you know. Gotcha. So uh, there's whole different types of shapes. The reason you saw those pictures is we're, we're when we do our cooking class, we want to not just show our shape, but we want to show that empanada is a dumpling like tortellini is a dumpling wonton like they're all dumplings so gotcha. trying to show different styles mm-hmm. and it's not easy to fold like to wrap not at bad. all you know <laughs> so we want to start out with like something easier and then kind of eat work up to the rose and things like that yeah so is the rose more complicated than the other versions i think so i would, I would think i would say so yeah yeah, yeah. And i think also, whenever you it. do like you know like the empanada style and kind of like triangles and wontons like those are easier but with the round ones, like you have to go pleat by pleat and like, turning it 
in a circular motion yeah. and then the twist at the end I still I still can't get it <laughs> she slaps my hand <laughs> that's wrong yeah that's, that's wrong, wrong. Dude, like so we'll have our mamas all lined up right because as we're wrapping them, and then she'll look at him and be like, "All right, that's Thangs, yeah. that's Daniels, yeah. that's Leesons. Yeah. This, these are samples." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made all, I made all this stuff. They make it sample. This sample. Yeah. This sample. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is funny for a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, if you, how many, how many of you guys, uh, or how many are you preparing for the event this afternoon? <sighs> I think we're gonna take. Probably we ha- we'll have to look at our late, uh, past event. So the company, uh, the business we're going to, they have two locations. Okay. We did one at Lakewood Growler, uh, which is the first one we did with them, and that was, we sold out in like two hours. Yeah, yeah, and I think we took close to nine hundred at that point. Wow. So sounds like you need to take more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're probably gonna either take like nine hundred or take a bit more for sure. And for that, you're there for how long? Like how long is two hours? Yeah, this one's two hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Crazy thing is, like, when we first started at the farmer's market, we would take about, like, 600. Mm-hmm. And it, it would take us literally from 9 to 5 to sell about, like, 500. Oh, no, no, like, 400 of those because, like, 200 we gave away for samples. Right. Um, that's literally, like, nine hours of work for that amount. And now right. we're bringing maybe double, and we sell it in two hours. Dang. So much more, less setup time. Very less yeah. yeah, exactly. So you sell them in six. What is six uh, of your guys'? It may change by the time this comes out. Who knows? You got much rate prices. But what does six um, momos cost right now? Or like the, the standard order right now? So the standard order is six momos for $9. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, and it's actually pretty filling. Like um, the great part about dumplings is you can kind of snack as you go, right? So you can purchase it and kind of do whatever and we usually we're either at like a market or um like a big pop-up market or if you're chilling at the brewery you know you can just grab some beers and stuff so it's almost like finger foods i would say Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's filling at the same time because of the filling inside of it Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of it in there would you guys ever do any like not yeah like catering kind of stuff like where you'd show up to an event like a catering like a holiday christmas party or stuff like that yeah i mean we've done it before like we've had like birthday parties where mm-hmm. we catered. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because like when you said it's like more like a finger food thing, so it's like um, we there's always an end of the year party, and I may be able to connect you guys with um, with them. But there's like an end of the year party for like the businesses around here, and it's like you know they may get like two rows or they may get the cheesecake factory or whatever else, and oh. everybody just brings their own little oh. table, nice, and they offer samples or whatever to. Um, samples and cards and whatever else but um but that's like that part of event but then those open up the door for like the actual companies to do like catering events and stuff Ooh, too yeah see that'd be dope yeah. yeah yeah thanks man yeah absolutely so let's uh make sure we can make that connection yeah. but i was thinking like that would be perfect because you guys could just be right there you can yeah. talk about it and um you i was do you guys all live in you said you moved to Allen, right? Uh, so I was in Allen. My mom's still there. I'm in Plano now, like okay. in, in West Plano area. Okay. So, I mean, you guys are in this area. Don't yeah. You? I have honestly, until Zane, which is what's crazy, is, I mean, even for us too, is like there's so many different businesses, so many different things out there. So it's just it's yeah. hard to always know what's going on. But you guys were like in our backyard kind of. Yeah, yeah. Dang. It's pretty cool, man. Small world, you know. I was going to ask you, uh, so one of our employees, you had, uh, well, I think this was about a year. No, November 7th. I don't know. No, you said it was a year ago. This was the, uh, the competition you guys did and you guys had, uh, Tan France on there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? So he, I don't want to play the video out loud, but what did he say in this video? Dude, I, I don't know, to yeah. be honest, because I was just, like, in shock, yeah. you know? It's like a blackout. Yeah, yeah. I was just, like, <laughs> just smiling, like, look, I, I don't know. It, it was insane, but I think he said something like, what's up, Dallas? Like, I'm here at UTD. Yeah. I got, uh, he, I think he said, like, I got, and then we just jumped in. Yeah, and we're yeah. like, Momo Shack, Shack. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and then he was like, Momo Shack, like, if yeah. you're ever here, like, check them out. Yeah. Okay. Nice dumplings or some, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's very, yeah, that's kind of what, I didn't listen to the, to the video yesterday and then I forgot about it until just now, but Ryan was looking at it, he's like, hey, I know that guy. I was like, oh, who is this guy? And I was like, oh, he's got three million followers. I remember where he's like, uh, 
I don't know what show he was on, but I was like, uh, I've seen him. Queer, Queer Eye. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's, yeah. Uh, Zane yeah. was telling us Dude, about so that. Yeah. Crazy story about that. A um, couple months before that, my girlfriend introduced me to Queer Eye. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. And then I was like, oh my God, this is actually like really good show. And then it was like our secret thing that we watched together you know <laughs> and then uh i was like yo it's so good then i introduced it to like all my friends and i would literally be like yo we're watching this you're coming over <laughs> then we all would watch it and it's like man this is really good fast forward to the bic like he is our celebrity judge and he gives us a freaking shot like we get to meet him and have a conversation with him it's just crazy man life is life is crazy that's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> little fanboyed out a little bit. Dude, you know? Yeah, for sure. I was so <laughs> like happy because <laughs> my, my girlfriend is like a big, bigger fan than I am, you know, so she got to meet him too. And he, he's awesome. Yeah. Dang. I was like, so Zane, when he was here, we asked him. Oh, yeah. What was his Netflix binge? Yeah. And he told Queer us. Queer Eye. Yeah. And we're like, really? It's like, yeah, no, it's Dude, awesome. You need to watch it. It's that. a really like good every show. Every episode is emotional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I've I had heard of it, and then it's on Netflix or something like yeah. that now, obviously. Yeah. But I'd heard of it, and never watched an episode or anything like that. He's like, "No, you must watch this show." <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's an awesome show. I like it. All right, what do you what do you guys? I mean, we talked a little bit about your future, and we talked about you potentially wanting to go full time. What is what needs to happen? Do you guys want to get like? There's no. Like there's no vision to to get a physical store. You want to do more pop ups, or what has to happen, or to like where you say because for us, I guess we talked about that a little bit before. We were like, all right, if we make a certain amount of money, like let's quit our jobs, and then we quit our jobs. Are you guys looking for that, or are you looking for more like a if we land like a really big client that needs us each each month, or like what would take you to that next level to say, all right, we're going out full time, we're quitting our jobs, this is all, we're all in kind of thing. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Hmm. I think for me personally, it's I, I have these like internal check marks, right? Like I want to like get to this thing or like get not a tattoo off. on yeah, a guy. That's on my list for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, just kind of like once I have that mental check and I, I, I don't know if it's just an escape goat for me because I don't know if I'll ever have that mental check, but that's kind of what the point that I'm at right now. So I want to make sure like obviously financially secured first and also just mentally be ready to be like, all right, I'm doing this, you know, I can always go back, but for now I'm dropping everything and doing this. Mm -hmm. So it, it's more for me like internal and I'm, I'm sure like everyone here has something different, but that, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I think it's coming soon though. Like it's happening soon for sure. So have you guys talked about that? Like, All Hey guys, time. we're doing, <laughs> yeah. we're doing well. Like, should we quit? And like, Hey mom, can I come stay at your place for six months or <laughs> yeah, dude, she's like, she's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah, come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm always ready to do. Yeah. yeah. Go forward. Yeah. I always yeah. tell them, let's go. Let's go do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're the entrepreneurial push there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So I think like in terms of like the brand, like the image of the brand being, I guess, like more recognizable by mm -hmm. the Dallas market. Like I think when it gets to the point where we have enough, I would say, like, clients in terms of, like, catering gigs mm -hmm. or pop-ups lined up for the whole entire week for it to replace our full-time job, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's when we could finally say, like, hey, let's quit our job and do this full-time. Okay. So for you, it's more about bookings and making sure that there's, like, that heavy stream. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. What about for you? I would say that right now we're still testing. Mm -hmm. So once we have that vision like as a team i think that would make the most sense because like we're doing packaged momos in the next two weeks so i'd like to see the feedback that we get you know that might be the route hmm. or maybe you know physical location like people you know asking us hey do you want to open a, a restaurant so once we have that i guess north star where we are all together looking at it i think that's when i would be like yeah you know let's uh let's make it happen yeah do you guys have flexible enough daytime jobs that you can't like if you have the full week lined up do you guys take a step back from the other job and that, that's the balance aspect of it <laughs> okay. right? it's like i think we could make it happen mm -hmm. uh it would just you would have to give and take certain things you know mm -hmm. uh luckily my boss is pretty cool uh, he'll he'll that's good he's really flexible and understanding um but yeah, it, it, you know, we, we get hit up with weekday events mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it's always like, all right, who can make it? You know, what, <laughs> how do we work? How do you make this work? Mm-hmm. So that's a challenge for sure. Uh, but I think one of the things that that would happen naturally is if we did quit our jobs and these events started flooding in, like we would be there more and mm-hmm. more of those events. Like we would just have a healthier backlog at that point, you know? Yeah. So uh, background then for this is where do you guys work at currently or what's the what's the daytime job? Yeah. So I work in a, a digital team at a bank. Um and I'm doing like business management stuff. Okay. So I've been there for about like a year and a half now, almost two years actually. Yeah. So that's why the money stuff makes sense for you. Okay. Yeah. I get yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And for me, I work uh, as a processing manager at a software company called Blackbot. What, do you, what is one? We do pretty do? much do. Um, so we work with companies like big, small, medium size and get their employees to donate to charity organizations. So like we're the middleman platform that allows people to volunteer, donate to MPOs. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Never heard of that. Yeah. You're, you're full-time. Uh, yes, I'm full-time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For me, it's really hard, you know, working my job full-time and then making momos. It's a lot of Managing lot us. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm working Walmart retailer, okay. yeah. yeah. So. Dang. I love that job, too. In the, uh, <laughs> take care of three people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in sales at a technology company, IT company, selling uh, hardware. Really? Okay. Yep. What kind of hardware? I'm curious now. So servers, oh, okay. storage. Gotcha. Yes. Hey, uh, we, got a, we, got a, we got a question for you after the show. Yeah, let's talk. Absolutely, we have a we have a storage question for you. Jack's for over sure. here smiling from ear to ear. It's like yes. We've been meaning to talk about storage for a while. Um, I think we asked this question, but I don't know if we've asked it actually. But has Owning your own business always sort of been your guys's like, you know, eventually, yeah, I think I want to, I would want to own my own business or I don't know. How's it? Yeah. I think Daniel, you should start off on that one, dude. I would say for me, a hundred percent. I can tell that without <laughs> everybody's answer is like stability. If everybody else can do it and we all feel good about it and you're like, all right, look, let's make sure that they're uh, all on the same page. And I want to drive like this ship of like, this is the entrepreneurial kind of dream for sure. Yeah, I can, I can absolutely. See that. Yeah. I, uh, that's something that I want to do, you know, eventually. So you're right. You know, once everybody's on the, the same page on doing that, you know, I'm in. Cool. Yeah. For me personally, like when I first started, you know, moving from Nepal, I was kind of like in that social path of a societal path of graduate college, mm-hmm. get a job, right? That's like, the American dream in, in my view. And I got the job and I was, you know, doing corporate and it was fine. It was, it was a good gig and everything. Um, but then I really started to listen to podcasts like Gary V man. I think he really did change my life. You know, I'm not like an avid Gary V listener, but I do listen to him. And when I do listen, I take tips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that got me into listening to side hustle school as well, which is like, it's, it's a great podcast because it's eight minutes and it gives you that key bullet points of each po- each episode essentially hmm. so i started listening to that and then um and then we just kind of started brainstorming ideas then i got the itch to like do something mm-hmm. and we started brainstorming ideas and a lot of it was kind of like you know you, you try something and you're not fully in it because it's not your passion so it kind of just falls off um, but then i went to that nepal trip then had that like spiritual like yo we got to do something mm-hmm. bring you know i always say like do it for the culture like literally you know uh so that's kind of how it started now, now I'm like, yo, let's, let's do this, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, you've had success too. So it also kind of like fuels a little bit of a fire. Like, For sure. Hey, we've gotten this far and we were doing it, you know, part time and on the weekend right. rounds and stuff like that. So what happens if we really go all in? Yeah. 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 Opportunities are endless, you know? Right. And I guess the way that I would look at it for you guys too, is like, what's the absolute worst that could happen? You have to go back and get a job, which is always going to be there. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. What about you? What's the, have you always wanted to, or? I mean, cause like moving here uh, from Vietnam, you know, my parents would want me to do like big corporate gigs, right? Yeah. Like move up and be like a manager at the C-level end of the day. Exactly. Corp- mm-hmm. And then I guess like our junior year uh, at UTD, you know, we all like sat down and we're like, Hey, like we all really like food. And then he likes business. You know, we would love to start 
like a food business one day. Mm-hmm. But like Lisa said earlier, you know, like we had to like catch up on graduating and just like it kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, uh, yeah, like when I first started my first job, uh, a financial analyst over in Irving at uh, Accenture, you know, listening to podcasts while I'm working. And uh, the biggest one I listened to was Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Right. So on his show, he was like, yeah, man, like, I don't want to be like those uh, the corporate guys working nine to five. And I'm like sitting there in a corporate <laughs> nine to five. Listening to that. I was like, damn, I don't you like he's kind of right in a way. Like, you know, it kind of like sparked my interest in our conversation that we had in junior year. You know, so I think that's where it took off from there. Since you mentioned podcasts, you guys should listen to um, the Achieve Your Goals podcast by Hal Elrod. He has a podcast recently with um, a guy, I cannot remember his name, but so the thing that he's most famous for is called the Miracle Morning, which you should check out. It's it's uh, basically like you pick like I don't know one or two things that you want to do that day, or you start your day this exact same way every day, just to start you off on the right foot. Whether it's just like being grateful, whether it's quiet time, whether it's praying, whether it's you know drinking a glass of water. It's just like two simple tasks, and it's just like to set you up to have success with your day. Because so many people are about a morning routine. Everybody has a morning routine, but he's just like. Be very simple. Do these two things that are going to make you super happy. Do it every day. And you already start off with like an amazing day. It's like, oh, just make your bed, drink a glass of water. Yeah. Takes five minutes. Um, so you should check out the the Miracle Morning, which I don't know. But his story is amazing, too. It's a, it's a really good, really good podcast. Nice. Cool. Thanks, yeah. We'll check Thanks it out. Rick. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully next time we interview you guys, it's going to be like, hey, we quit our job a year from now. Oh. And like, who, yeah. knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? In a year, you guys could have quit your job. Yeah. Yeah. 12 months is, uh, you know, anything know. can happen to you. That's a long time. It yeah. is. It's a long time, but it comes quickly. And then we're like, oh, yeah, dang. Bye, man. Yeah. yeah. We're about to hit two years, you know, which is insane. Really? Yeah. When, when did you guys uh, officially like say, Momo Shack, this is the day? Uh, December 23rd, 2017. Nice. Yeah. So you know the day. Okay. Yeah, I should get that tatted on me. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right yeah. here, yeah. and then like right. Here. Yeah. There you go. Dude, it was a cold, you know, winter morning, man. Like everything, Murphy's law, right? Everything yeah, yeah. that can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. So um, our burner was not commercial grade burner. It was like just from Walmart or Target or yeah. something. And in that weather, oh, it was not going to cut somebody it. Somebody thought it was. Yeah, pretty oh, funny. dude, we remember this like it was yesterday. Uh, we had cylinder blocks to hold down our tent. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I'll we'll show you guys the pictures you know like we did a before and after collage and we, when we did our one year last year i think and it was like you versus the guy she tells you not <laughs> to worry about <laughs> um yeah it was a crazy event but you know we made it through yeah. and then it took off from there sometimes the the really bad starts are always like a good place to just kind of see like all right it's been two years this is where we started like yeah. everywhere is up from here yeah so that's cool uh, yeah the night before we were up for eight hours making momos. And I remember my mom saying, I don't want to do this because it's a lot of work. And I'm only used to eating the momos, right? Like I'm not used to making it or seeing the prep really behind it. And I was just like, mom, it's okay. It's just momos. Like we can do this. And it was like a big slap in the face, right? Like we were up till three or four in the morning at the commercial kitchen, making it and all this stuff. And then I didn't even think about having to freeze it because because it's momos, you ha- you can't stack them on top, right? Because they're dumplings, they'll flatten. And when you transport it, you have to stack them on top. I mean, we don't have like a flatbed or, or whatever. So a lot of key lessons learned that night <laughs> and that first day. Yeah. Like logistics, like everything, dude. Like I was just like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Were you guys all there at that time or yeah. like trying to make this? Yeah. So- that was the early days, and you like really didn't know how to make them. And I didn't know anything oh, about it. I just know? just knew what they looked like, what they <laughs> tasted like. She's like, I remember that day much, oh, big, yeah, much more vivid. Was, yeah, yeah, I did, I did. I even didn't sleep at all. I yeah. was just working on that momos, looking at momos, you know, for <laughs> stressing out, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, frozen, you know, freezing that momos, everything, you know. I was just doing, and they went to bed for maybe two hours. Yeah, or two, two hours. Yeah. Woke up the next morning, but the the cool part about it was, and if we're talking quality and we're being honest, like it wasn't the utmost quality because of all these issues, logistical mm-hmm. issues. But people still really liked it, so it was a light bulb that went off in our head. You know, like wow, we're out here trying to test the market and just based off the day one reaction it's like dude we got something here you know yeah 
It's like we were 80% or 70% and it was good. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. imagine if we increase it. Right. Yeah. So you made like, how many did you guys make for that first event? 500 maybe? Good question. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so, so you made 500. She made 500, yeah. There we go. Five to 600. Yeah, five to 600. Yeah, we just want to clarify right. like yeah. in the video here who made five to 600. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, so we have a couple of... Uh, fun questions and the quite one of the questions we always ask and this is actually a new part because normally we would ask about netflix but now we can ask about disney plus too i don't oh, know yeah, is anybody sure, know. do you, any of you guys have disney plus i don't no? i don't but no. I've, I've seen it like okay. the, the app and everything. so before we ask the netflix question do you guys have netflix yeah okay so yeah you just may not have jumped today <laughs> um have anybody thought about getting Disney Plus? I'm on the thinking about getting it. I think he, Christian's already got it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Day one. Yeah. 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 So there's some people who signed up for like three years, like day one or like months ago. I don't ago. know how they did Oh, you that, can choose your, your plan? I guess. You can do a year in advance. But yeah, there was a friend of mine this morning she was running, said her husband got a deal where he signed up for three years in advance and got like a crazy deal. Oh, like so. crazy deal. I think I it like, might have been, there's like a Disney, like a D23 member. So you're like a Disney member. And mm. with that membership, you get some sort of discount with it. I don't know. Oh, he I paid think. like 120 bucks for three years or something like that. Wow. Dude, I'm like, dang. what? That's a yeah. great deal. It's yeah. only 60 bucks if you pay for the year right now, right? Yeah. I think so. so What's his login? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And if the, I like that. I didn't know you could get Hulu and uh, ESPN Plus. On the same deal? Yeah. Well, I think it's like $12 or something. Yeah. But it's like $5 more to get those other two. And it's like. Okay, let me do the math here because I need ESPN Plus and a nice bit have Hulu. Yeah, do that. You the got place. the whole package. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm an affiliate for Disney Plus. So just hit me up <laughs> after yeah. over the week. All right. So what kind of? Uh, we'll start down here with Daniel. What What do you guys watch on Netflix? What are you binging on Netflix? What's uh, What's your go-to show? It can't be Queer Eye because we already had that answer, yeah, so yeah. it can't be the same answer. I, you have to <laughs> think about it. That's why I started down here. You know, great question. So I don't have Netflix. Okay. <laughs> I don't have the Disney Plus. Okay. But I, I remember watching Mad Men, and that was pretty cool. Like, I just loved the, the story of this, you know, guy that was selling. And mm -hmm. I was like, man, I can relate to that. And it's just, uh, it was just a different type of show. Mm -hmm. So I would say that that's my go-to whenever yeah, I do so watch old it. school advertising. Yeah, yeah. so old school advertising. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. What about you? You watch Netflix at all? Yeah, but I watch this only Hindi movies okay. and Nepali movies on that. Okay. <laughs> that I love it. Yes. That's awesome. On it. Culture. <laughs> yeah, culture. <laughs> we do it for the culture. <laughs> That's how you get more inspiration for more momos, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, for me, I, ha I haven't really watched Netflix lately because the person who I was uh, mooching off of change of, change of password, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, when I did watch it, it was uh, Chef's Table. Okay. So um, yeah, just watching it and you know them sh telling you a story about you know the chef that's featured on the episode and like the their videography is and their storytelling is just so captivating that mm -hmm. it's just just binge all all the way through. So. And it gives you a lot of inspiration on, yeah. in terms of like say, that's kind of like your world now oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. For me, right now, I don't really have one. I kind of just like jump around depending on my mood. But my go-to, if there's nothing that I find, is always the office. And I know they're taking it off, which is a bummer. Yeah. What? Um, Why? Well, so I think NBC wants their own. Oh, they want to create their oh, own yeah. app too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's always like a feel-good show. You know, it always yeah. puts you in a good mood, and mm -hmm. it's just hilarious. So uh, everybody who watches The Office always asks if they've seen Parks and Rec. Oh, dude, I love Parks and Rec too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure we. I know there's great. usually like, it's a like it's like Kobe or, or LeBron. You know, yeah, that and kind it's of like debate. It's definitely Kobe. Dude, I'm like both. Why can't we have both? <laughs> Uh, that's a whole nother debate. Okay, yeah. real quick, Kobe or LeBron? Oh, dude, I'm a Kobe fan. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I knew I liked yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Kobe, man. Kobe all the way. But LeBron is... Oh, yeah, you can't deny. Yeah, you can't deny. You're 17. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, man, this guy's insane. Yeah, he is. And his kids are insane, too. And I was watching yeah. a video of Kobe's kids. Like, she's got the same exact fadeaway. I saw as, that. I saw you saw that, that video? Yeah, I'm like... Yeah. Oh my gosh, these kids are gonna be so good. Yeah, like your dad is world class. Dude, Bronny's gonna... already dunking, man. He's like sixteen or something. Yeah, or not, not even. I don't think. No, nah, he's like fourteen. Yeah, or... fourteen. Yeah, and he's throwing it down hard. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole another. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> whole another world. Dang. 
I actually want to go back to, because we didn't ask anything about social media. Um, okay. And I good. do want to know, actually, I guess on a two part is what's each of you's like favorite social media platform. So if it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, um, or where do you spend the most time? And then what has been the strategy for the business as well, as far as social media? Yeah. So my favorite is definitely Instagram just okay. cause like we have to post on it. that's like the way to post for food. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, I get lost in there sometimes, you know, like you're just like from one thing to another, uh, but definitely Instagram. I know TikTok is big as well. So we're trying to kind of figure out how do we maneuver our way into TikTok. For me personally, it seems like I've never had a, that feeling where I feel so out of touch with a generation. So you feel like that with TikTok? Oh, dude, for sure. Like I hop on there. I'm like, whoa, how do you do any of this stuff? You know, I have no idea. Usually when you, when I download an app, I know how to maneuver around it. Like I'm straightforward, but TikTok, I'm just like, oh my God, it's a whole different beast. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's like, I think it's intuitive to move or maneuver, but as you're like to, I think like to your point is like, it's also like coming up with certain dances or coming up with certain things. Yeah. I can't like. I come up with ideas by not watching that because I'm like, oh, if I do that, then I'm like, I don't want to copy them. I want to come up with my own stuff. Yeah. And then you're like, dang, these people are so creative. Yeah. The the transition and like everything that they use on there is it's well, amazing. Well, the editing for that vi- those videos are, I on mean, point. they make them look like they're amazing. Yeah. But yeah. The editing software is like awesome. Yeah. Do y'all follow Will Smith on there? Yeah. Dude, he has amazing video. Even on Instagram, he has amazing yeah. videos. Yeah. He's got like four videographers. Yeah. And one main videographer. I follow him actually. Yeah. <laughs> those guys are legit. Yeah. It's, he's got some he's also got millions of dollars to pay those videos exactly yeah yeah it's kind of unfair yeah whatever (laughs) inspiration i guess you know yeah it's like okay well this guy i mean this guy literally tried to put a video together for like you know a whole week yeah it's like stop motion animation like everything after effects kind of stuff and it's like yeah it it definitely took you 30 hours to create this little 15 second video yeah yeah it's killing it we yeah we need somebody like that i guess (laughs) Well, you got one. Well, I know that. <laughs> it's like, what are we, we going to do? We can't dedicate 30 hours of Jack's time to making a funny uh, video on And that's the thing. Like, I feel like because the demographic is so young, obviously they don't have work. They don't have anything else to do besides being on that app yeah. and spending all that time creating those videos. Yeah. You know? um, and actually, like, being very meticulous about, like, oh, that take wasn't good. Let's yeah. do this again. The, through the Explore page, when I run into people who are, like, my age or older, I always follow them because I'm like, okay, I can relate to them for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I try to figure out like, how are they actually doing it? So I purposefully follow like older people on TikTok just to kind of see how they're doing it. Yeah. More and more millennials. I was, I was looking at a trend thing. It was last week or the other day earlier this week and more and more millennials are getting on there now and they are blowing up like crazy. Cause there's, there's actually one lady who blew up like, I don't know, 50,000 followers in like three days. Um, Cause she's like, she did some kind of dance or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I'm a millennial, but I still got it or whatever. Like shout out to all the millennials. And then it was just like, follow, 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 follow. So she just organic blew growth. Up. Yeah. So I, I think uh, Christian, and I talked about this before is, um, like just be you on the platform mm-hmm. and that will do well. Like athletes be athletes. And yeah. for you guys making food, you could just put music and make your food or do, you know, just yeah. be yourselves. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I'm going to follow you because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of like Twitter. People will follow a lot easier there than they would on Instagram. People are very coveted on Instagram. It's like, Oh no, no, no. I have to have 5,000 followers and I can only have 500 yeah. people that I'm following because right. I don't want those numbers. And people on, uh, TikTok are very much like, well, whatever. I'll follow them. I'll yeah. follow them. I'll yeah. follow them. So yeah. it's kind of a mix between or kind of different, I guess, to see the, the follower accounts and like what people don't really care about. Yeah. Yeah thing favorite uh, i think for me instagram okay it's just uh like he said before at the explore pages mm-hmm. i think the algorithm like really sets you up to to see like things that you're interested in mm-hmm. you know so uh yeah i spend a lot of my time on on instagram let me ask you this what, how do you feel about instagram hiding the the like the likes i mean that's <laughs> that's tough because like, i i i understand that you know, the psychology side of it, you know, like it would, I think it would help people in terms of like managing their depression or anxiety when it comes to how much likes you're, you're getting or how many comments you're getting. Um, so I understand it. I just don't know how it would play out in scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, that's what makes the app. Mm-hmm. Right. So and you can still see them. It's just still kind of like a, but people like to say like, look at me kind of thing. Right, right, yeah. exactly. 
Interesting. I guess we will, by the time this comes out, uh, I'm pretty sure everybody will, will have likes, so we can talk about that in the yeah. future. Yeah. I think for me, I'm, I think I'm all for it, actually. I think it's, it's a cool concept. You know, mm-hmm. I, I find a lot of people will like kind of obsess over the likes. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's, I mean, you should be able to just post stuff depending on what you want to post and then not worry about what other people think about it, I guess. So I, yeah. I think it's cool. We'll see how it plays out yeah. to your point in scale. Um, but. And I guess it's it's interesting because, um, like, so many people think that how many followers you have equals how much business you're going to get, mm-hmm. like, for the business owner side of it. And it's like that has nothing to do with it at all. You yeah. have 300 followers and somebody could have 3,000. You could be killing it way more than them with yeah. just one on better relationships with those people, better engagement. So it's not, like... I guess it's a vanity metric that we've like not really cared about, but some of our clients are like, no, I need to have my competitor has 5,000 followers. Like they bought them and they're fake and they don't have any engagement. Like you may have, uh, you know, a thousand, but you're way better off and these are way more engaged people. So it's, yeah. you know, some of it's just vanity anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite, uh, social media account platform? I'm out. <laughs> no? no, you can say Instagram. We know it's Instagram. Dude, with the with the Momo Shack stuff, you know, like she's turning into a little bit of influencer, man. She's like posting all about it all the time. You know, stories, just you name it. She's getting into it. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. It's good for me to see. And like all my like they follow her, you know, my girlfriend follows her, some of my other buddies follow her, and they're like, dude, your mom's always posting. Like it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm like to watch the story. Yeah. She's cooking because she like takes pictures. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. She stories. Yeah. So I was like, okay. She's cooking yeah. something. Like yeah. yeah. I mean, like, literally like two weeks ago, like you know, I was wake up and she was in the pod at that time. So I wake up and I see like a tag from her. And I opened it, and it was her getting tatted, like a video of her getting tatted on Instagram, dude. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool, no, man. She's, she's like, I can't express it. <laughs> Drop your handle. She's What's like, your I'll Instagram let, handle? I let my stories speak for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, chef. follow me. Yeah. yeah, Chef Minu for anyone who's interested. Yeah, okay, we'll link that up. <laughs> and then for me, you, yeah, I would say IG as well, <laughs> just to learn new workouts, you know, just see where the cool places are at for, for food just to like take pictures so yeah big fan of ig interesting all ig fans yeah what about you guys (laughs) i think i mean definitely tiktok recently um i got i think everyone in the office sort of hooked on it um but i think where i live the most is probably a combination of instagram and twitter okay i like the 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 thing about twitter is i like the the real-time if something's happening in, oh, yeah. you know, in, in a game or something's happening at a concert, like you just find out about it. You can just quickly follow hash and like just read a bunch exactly. of different comments. And so it's very real time, like also like kind of part of news as well, which you can do with Instagram. But I'm definitely more, I guess, more on, on Twitter than, than Instagram for sure. I would say something that I've gotten away from, but I, I do like Instagram and I do like TikTok, but I love like the story part of Instagram stories. Like I could probably just spend the whole time there, like not just consuming, but like creating and just coming up with different ideas and stuff like that, which is why I'm like, I really want to dedicate some time. I have so many different cool ideas for stuff for TikTok. I'm like, dang, I really want to just dedicate like three hours to do this. But that's the thing is like all these other little kids, not little kids, sorry, <laughs> all these younger people. That's like, like, you're not doing anything in school. Like where the heck's your teacher at? And it's yeah. like six hours. You're just playing around in the classroom. Like the, um, I'm sure you have familiar, like with the okay boomer. So like they, that's been going on for probably like a month now. And one of our marriage mentors, I went over to his house and he was like, they did a video and it went viral. It's like, I don't know, 180, 190,000 views on this video of them in the classroom doing okay boomer and the teachers up there too. I'm like, how like does your ta- teacher play along with you guys on this or yeah. like what the heck? He's starting to build up his TikTok followers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like everybody goes through there and then like the the basketball coaches for the payphone song. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Uh-huh. So they're like uh 
they sing that Maroon Five like payphone or whatever, and then they stop it in the middle, and then okay, they just all like jump it. side to side. Yeah, which is fine during practice. But I saw this this team do it in the middle of the game, and the coach was pissed because <laughs> he did it, and he was like going up for a layup, and he had a wide open layup, and just started started going side to side, and the whole team followed him, and the coach is like, "What are you doing?" Oh like screaming. <laughs> so I was like. You know anything for the yeah for the likes and exactly. <laughs> you better. I, I, I said something like, uh, "Don't let this drop or whatever. Don't let this fail flop, because yeah. yeah, don't let this flop because uh, you know I need to be famous. I'm about to get kicked yeah. off my basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you my doing? NBA dream? <laughs> yes, or people jumping off of cliffs. Like, give me likes. I'm about to die. Like, okay. Whoa, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Some people take it a little too far. I'm like, all right. So, yeah, I would definitely say Instagram stories and then, yeah, the TikTok videos. It's it's my favorite combination of Instagram and Vine, which was... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Vine was good while it, while it lasted, for yes, sure. Yes, it was. It was funny. I would watch certain Vines like a thousand times. Like, this is six seconds, but it is, is so funny. Yeah, a lot of those top Vine people like really transitioned into Instagram easily. Yeah. They killed it on Instagram, too. Yeah, and now they're on TikTok. Mm-hmm. The the good ones are going to definitely... And YouTube. I think a yeah. lot of them started doing, yeah. That's right, YouTube. Yeah. yeah, YouTube. Actually, so I would say that, yeah, YouTube's probably up there for me now, too, as far as like a, a cool platform that's kind of stood the test of time, too. Yeah, true. Do you guys have, do you guys do much in video? Uh, we do record our events, not every single event, but we'll try to get one of our buddies. Um, his his name is Sip. He'll come out and like record some really cool videos and dope videos for us. And as a as a pop up, like you don't or like a, a food industry, whatever you want to call it, like you don't really see that too much. We'll kind of make it like a sports highlight video, yeah. you know, where we're having like some rap music or whatever. And then there's like us like slow-mo doing the yeah. sauce, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Like it's like a highlight reel. Um, so we've been doing that. We're going to um, try to do that for our cooking class for our first one, just to kind of record it, get people's reactions. You know, we actually did a first time ever trying Momo reaction in one of our videos, which yeah. is that went over pretty well. Yes. I like the reaction yeah. videos. Dang. Okay. I did not realize we've been talking for so long. This is like awesome, actually. We should yeah. definitely, yeah. Go. We yeah. Should yeah. definitely do a part two yes. of this because I yeah. feel like we can almost. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other reason. <laughs> We're saying part two for Momo. The other episode can be 10 minutes. I don't care. Just bring the Momo. Oh, yeah, for sure. We got you. We got yeah. you. Awesome. All right. Uh, thank you guys for so much for coming on the episode. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please make sure to subscribe. Um, you can do that over on iTunes. If you've been listening for a while, make sure that you leave an honest rating and review that helps us reach more people. And every week or once a month, rather, we ha- always have guests just like the guys over here at Momo's Shack. Um, but every other episode or the other three times of the month, we do topical tips to help your local or online business grow. So make sure you you guys subscribe so you don't miss out on anything and we will see you guys next week the marketing natives podcast is a production of bit branding 